Yeah, well, I just have a quick question about the cheese. Um, I got the three blocks of cheese for uh, cheddar, parmesan, and uh, mozzarella. Um, if you need me to buy extra, like shredded cheese, let me know. But I think that should be good, unless you want me to buy some some more cheese. But um, anyway, let me know. Okay, love you. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. I did something this week that was a little bit impulsive. That's okay. Sometimes uh, it's good to do that. Oh, Once you're sitting up. Once in a while. Yes. I, oh, now you're sitting back down. Yeah, well, I was, <laughs> no, I was leaning back, but... Okay, good. You leaned up for a second there, and I was like, oh, you sat up, so I was trying to adjust to meet yeah. you where you were. No, no, I, I, had to, I had to do something, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Nice. I decided, babes, mm-hmm. to buy an iPad mini. Very good. I have one, but it was made in 2015. Yeah. And so, you know, we all like to joke about how you're stuck in the technological past. And when I looked at my old iPad, I, I'm still going to use it. Yep. But, you know... Money is scarce, so are resources, and who knows how much iPad minis are going to cost in a year from now. Uh-huh. I decided to buy a new one, uh-huh. ordered it at like 4.30 in the morning, wow. and it arrived at around 6.34 that afternoon. Oh, wow. So, really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And you were asking me how long did it take to transfer the data from my old iPad to the new one. Uh-huh. Roughly about maybe an hour. That's that's really really quick. Yeah, I'm considering how much stuff I have on the old one. I know that's a uh, well, and then when you told me that all you have to do is touch them together. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. What's cool is it's copying it over, so the data on the old one is still there, mm. and it does passwords and everything. So, for wow. example, yeah. that's why when I came over here this morning, I didn't have to re-log into your Wi-Fi because it remembered it from my old iPad. That is really cool. Yeah. Let, let's talk about something that's not so cool. Okay. I think you know where I'm about to go. Oh, yeah. I know. I love headphones. As do I. And as much as I enjoy Apple products, they are a bunch of cheap bastards because they got rid of a headphone jack. Oh, by the way, if uh, anyone's listening from Apple, uh, that's how he feels about you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have said it that, you know, abrasively, but whatever. I'm being kind here, babes. <laughs> Not really. But okay. I don't have a choice about this. You got me over a barrel. So, of course, being a uh, headphone user, I'm going to buy some adapters. Uh-huh. I knew that you had to buy adapters for Apple products that are more modern than the ones I'm used to. Which was really um, something that I was very disappointed to hear because... Yeah, you have to grin and bear it sometimes. Yes, you do. What I didn't know is that different iOS products use different adapters. So I bought the lightning adapter because it's for headphones, for iOS devices. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking with you when I get this iPad. That we're recording our program on. Mm-hmm. 
say, you know, babes, I got three adapters. I'm going to give you one. And after I get off the phone with you, I'm going to listen to some music and download some books on off of Bard. Get off the phone. And I try to plug in the adapter. It's not going in. So I'm thinking to myself, maybe there's something wrong with the port on the iPad. Yep. Plug in the power adapter and it's just fine. It's working great. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just putting some lavender oil in. Oh my goodness. What? Just, just, just keep talking. Okay. Just keep talking. So I'm perplexed. I go back on Amazon, read a little bit more, and discover that I need a USB Type-C adapter. Ah, uh, well, I mean, in your defense, now I know you told me that I was going to laugh at this, but I didn't. Yeah. Because I can understand how frustrating it is, and I would be very upset. Mm-hmm. I would be very frustrated, especially if I, especially since I can't see it. How am, how am I supposed to know what it looks like? I mean, I don't think. It was really your fault because... No, it wasn't my fault. Because why would you have to check which adapters go with which product? It it would make a lot of sense if they just had the adapter with the product. And of course, they didn't have one. Right. And by the way, let's consider ourselves lucky because with some of the new iPhones, they're selling them without the power adapter. And that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. I mean... I understand, like, when, when we had toys growing up, it would always say on the commercials, batteries not included, right? Because you can actually put the batteries in it. Absolutely. I get that. But if you can't put the batteries in a, uh, the batteries in a product, or if you want to use your headphones, but you can't because you have to buy an extra thing with it, why not just include it with the product? It would save you a lot of money. If it was really expensive, it would save you a lot of money. And you wouldn't have to go out looking for which uh, adapter goes with which product. I mean, it's just, you know, it's common sense, really. The reason is because they're cheap and they want to make a buck off of everybody, which I understand. Listen, get yours. We're in the land of capitalism. And at the same time, maybe don't nickel and dime people at every point. Yeah. So I was uh, pissed off when I discovered this. Luckily, I ordered a new set of adapters. I will be returning the old set to Amazon, but I'm going to do that process next week. And they came before I I came over here. I got them yesterday. Yay. That was cool that you were able to get your iPad mini on the same day. That was pretty cool. Because usually it takes about a a day or two for you, right? Yeah, uh, but I do have Prime. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, though. Why is that? Because they just raised the prices of it. Oh. I got the yearly membership. It's good until December. But oh. after that, I don't know if I'm going to keep it. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I'm digging I mean, this. It will... I mean, yeah, but if you order, because you order stuff from Amazon a lot more than I do. That's true. And I don't usually order from them a lot. I, I usually have somebody else order uh, something for me from them. Um, so that's why, uh, I only have the trial and I am not paying for it again. Oh, um, I think monthly it's like $14. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, you'll, we'll see how that goes. Yes. Um, I'm really getting into my iPad mini. It's taking a while just cause I don't, 
you know, it, it's it's a little bit cumbersome with um, spelling out stuff. Um, sometimes it's it's easier to dictate. So, um, but I had I have um, experimented with dic the dictate feature uh, the other day, and you're right; it doesn't always read or repeat everything you say correctly. <laughs> Write it in correctly. Yeah. I, yeah, and... It's one of the frustrating things about it. I like dictation, but that's why I don't love it. I do think that eventually we're going to get there, mm -hmm. but right now we're in this kind of weird space. And you also have these issues with Amazon, with Miss A, and with uh, Google's, you know, yeah. AI feature. And yeah. I know that they're not exactly writing things down for you, at least not Amazon yet. Yeah. Maybe you can do that on the Kindle. I don't know. But uh, the, it's kind of the products are kind of like in a similar line, right? Yeah, but maybe maybe it will. Um, maybe the the feature will be um, improved in the next uh, year or so, I guess. Yeah, I do think that Siri is the worst voice assistant out of the top three. Hmm. So to me, a year ago, I would have said Miss A is number one followed by Google, and then Siri. But I think they've adjusted uh, Miss A so much to try to make her upsell you on Amazon products that it's gotten in the way of some of her features. So she slipped to number two. Google's gotten to number one, and Siri's still in third place. Well, number one, um, they're not humans, and number two, they're all robots. So, I mean, what else can you expect from them? No, but you know what I mean. They're only they're only going to uh, work as good as how they're programmed. Right, but I'm saying I think they've tried to add too many features to Miss A to try to upsell you on Amazon products, and as a result, the the uh, voice recognition software has suffered a little bit. Has it done that to you lately? What do you mean? The uh, software promotions have have you been hearing the software promotions well, on your dot? Yeah, I noticed they'll say things like if I ask the weather, so tell me and then still say something like, by the way, if you like this feature, check out this other one. Oh. And you've noticed this within the last few months. She's having well, trouble giving correct answers. Yeah, but I mean... And I think that's why. As far as the product thing, I, I never had that problem, but... No, but I think that's why she's having these issues is because they're trying to make the voice recognition software sell you on different Amazon products as opposed to just making it better. And mm -hmm. it's bogging down what she can already do. And because, you know, it, it, I'm sure Google is doing that, but they're implementing it a little bit better. And as yeah. a result, I think that Google's my favorite voice recognition software or AI, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite, honestly. I'm, mm. I <laughs> pick sides, babes. I don't pick sides. Yeah, you have to. No, I don't have to. I don't have to pick You any. legally have to. No. It was actually one of the last laws Donald Trump said. Oh my goodness. Okay. Bubs. Babes. Isn't it enough that I'm on your side already? Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> you, you with your tech stuff. So I guess we're going to say Alana also says Google because she's on my side. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Now, having just bad mouth Siri, there are some good things about it. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely easy to open um, 
folders within my folder. I don't have to go down and um, I don't have to find my uh, my apps. And now you at least have the option of dictating things like a shopping list. Yes. Yes, actually I do because um, it's so much easier to use dictation to put stuff on my shopping list instead of going through all the hassle of, of uh, finding the the letters and numbers and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been working um, for the um, for pretty much all of my order that I just uh, got delivered today. There was a small issue last night, but we resolved it. I have a question for you, Luke. Was there a small issue? Yeah, because you had to call me. Oh yeah, there was a small issue, but I but we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't have to get into that unless you really want. No, to. no, no, no. It's okay. Nobody has to know everything. Okay, so my question is: even with that small issue, would you say that? When you ordered from Walmart last night, it was easier than ordering it off of the computer? It is. I mean, it's just, it's something I'm getting used to mm-hmm. because I'm so used to using down arrow and up arrow keys and and left and right arrow keys and tabbing and all that because that's what I've been used to for so long. And, um, and I actually had to find stuff, you know, I wasn't allowing, I, I wasn't, um, relying so much on listening to where it, it was. So it's, uh, it's something to get used to, but for sure it's a, it was a lot quicker. Nice. Yeah. And you can check your emails now really easily. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about, um, uh, finding the link because it's just right there. Mm-hmm. And I can, uh, I can delete them really quickly. I can archive them quickly. Yeah. There is a way to archive online. And also, I mean, with technology, there's always going to be those things. There's trade-offs. And one of the big yeah. ones is it's going to be a lot harder for me to make fun of you for having outdated technology. No, you you, you don't have the option now, Bubs. What do you mean I don't have the option? You still <laughs> want me to make fun of you for no, that? No, I don't want you to make fun of me for that. Oh, I thought you did. Mm-hmm. What? 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 <sighs> wow. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, uh... The thing that I've been having a little bit of problems with that go I'm ahead. still trying to figure out is um, sometimes I would try to go to the app switcher and my apps wouldn't close right away. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of annoying. It's like, why can't you just close when I want you to close? <laughs> and so, you know, once I get to the app switcher, if I have a bunch of apps open, then it's pretty easy peasy from there. Nice. But it's just annoying when I have to. When I have to close, um, when I'm trying to close the app switcher and the app won't close. Have you gone through the voiceover tutorial yet? Uh, I'm still trying to find it. Um, where is that under an accessibility? It, it should be in accessibilities. We can go through it today if you want. I okay. think if you click on voiceover, but I don't remember off the top of my head. All right. But we'll look for it. The Well, good. You can help me with that then. Yes. I understand, babes, mm-hmm. that uh, you watched some Jonathan Oliver this week. John Oliver, yeah. John Oliver. Yeah. Tell me about this. Well, I didn't watch, I didn't exactly watch the whole thing. Why but not? I'm sorry. Why um, not? I, I was doing other stuff. But I sent you the whole thing. Yeah, I know, I know, but I'll do it. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I got kind of the gist of it with um, why concert ticket prices are up and I... I don't like it. They're up. Um, I, I kind of had to laugh at the, <laughs> I had to laugh at some of the things because 
this guy was on there and he's like, Hey, uh, I've been, I, I haven't been going to concerts for two years and I'm, I'm ready to destroy the place. And then he's like, usually those are terms you don't want to hear together. But what he said was, I've been locked inside for like two years. And I'm, and I'm ready, ready to, to destroy, destroy the, the place. place. And John Oliver's like, those usually aren't things that go together well. <laughs> and then he was talking about what people are, are doing to cut costs on concert tickets. And then this lady offered to, to upsell her husband's feet. Yeah. <laughs> For what? I don't know. <laughs> and this one lady was complaining about Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can kind of understand why. Because a lot of the um, the venues are uh, are linked to Ticketmaster, I guess. Yes. Um, and Ticketmaster has been um, jacking up prices for the tickets. They're a horrible so, cop- uh, corporation. Which I didn't even know about, actually. Oh, yeah. So he mentions it. In the piece about how in the 90s Pearl Jam protested Ticketmaster. And this was at the height of their fame. Oh, wow. Even uh, even as far back as... This was in 1993 or 94. Oh, wow. I remember that because I believe Eddie Vedder spoke against Ticketmaster in front of Congress. Wow. It's a pretty big deal. Well, So I don't remember that. What happened? Uh now, granted, I was a little kid and I wasn't the hugest Pearl Jam fan in the world. But yeah. if I remember correctly, he was talking about how they do a lot of schemes of price gouging and mm-hmm. they're basically this huge monopoly. Mm-hmm. So they're, and it's grown since then. Mm-hmm. It's become more of an issue since then. Um, and people sort of listen to Eddie Vedder. More artists sort of take, taken his side publicly, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I but mean, it's hard too. I didn't know about that, and I mean, and and also, um, the artists are trying to make money too. Um, no, I didn't even know about that actually. Yeah, they're trying to make money, but I don't think they're trying to nickel and dime their fans. No. At least not all of them in the same way that Ticketmaster no. is. I mean, and 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 also too, um. The Ticketmaster folks are not taking into consideration that a lot of people have lost jobs in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been looking for jobs in the last couple of years. Um, their small businesses have closed. Some of, some big business, businesses have closed too. And they're trying to get back on their feet. And how can you expect them to pay a ridiculous amount of money just for a day of, uh, listening to live music either indoors or outdoors the thing that really pisses me off babes there's a few but one that i always think of when i get tickets is the convenience fees i know like just call it you're fucking me over one last time all right all no right, but seriously all right, all right. seriously why do they just don't lie to me just don't, don't call it a convenience fee. I, I don't i don't understand the whole convenience fee either i don't i don't like that they they're putting fees on top of the ticket you just bought mm-hmm it doesn't make any sense. And if you are, it's only give it a more honest for them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, right? It's only convenient for them. It's not convenient for the uh, the customer. Did you get to the part in the John Oliver video where he talks about scalpers and about how Ticketmaster is complicit in helping uh, the scalping of tickets and driving up the prices on the secondary me. market? No, no, I haven't gotten there yet. You got to watch that. That, that, has, that, has, that doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you got to watch that because he goes into it. And really breaks it down how they're uh, helping this market. Huh. Yeah. So he talks about how 
Justin Bieber, I guess, sold out Madison Square Garden in yep. 30 seconds. Uh-huh. But when you look at the numbers, I believe Madison Square Garden has 20,000 seats. Yep. And Ticketmaster released something like 2,000 tickets to the public. And the rest of them were given away to sponsors. So, like, if there's a credit card that's doing a promotional thing, you would give some to them for their, you know, customers. Yeah. Or maybe a fine dining establishment. And the rest of them go on to the secondary market into scalping sites. And where you can just, like, jack up the prices. So it's not really going to the artist. No. It's actually going to, um, it's helping out the scalpers. It's what's helping out Ticketmaster because they are the scalpers. Wow. Because what he also did, I believe I'm getting this right. And I watched it. I was kind of out of it is that a lot of the scalpers are actually Ticketmaster employees. Uh Oh, yeah, that's not good. The implication being is that they're working with Ticketmaster. Does he talk about other concert promoters that are not um, doing what Ticketmaster has done? And I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Very little, and but there's a good reason for that. Yeah. Because they're the biggest game in town. They merged uh, with Live Nation, okay. which was the second biggest uh, ticket company, mm-hmm. I don't know, like a decade ago. And I'm just throwing these numbers off. I may have the dates a little bit wrong. Okay. And Live Nation, who you may or may not know, is evil. And they used to be part of Clear Channel, which, of course, was spun off into iHeartRadio. Okay, I didn't know that. Yep. But 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 he doesn't really talk about Live Nation. He just he talks about Ticketmaster. He does because well because Live Nation is now part of Ticketmaster. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I thought you'd be interested in that video there, Jay Wolf. Jay Wolf. Yes. Ticketmaster. Uh oh. Ticket, or as I call them, Ticketmaster Beatles. Oh my goodness. Okay. Ticket Beatles? Ticket Master Beatles. Oh my goodness, but Because we're jacking us Yeah! <laughs> but... What, 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 babes? That's called a joke. <sighs> and you need jokes. I, yeah, but that's the, <clears throat> the, uh, What? There's a difference between jokes and innuendos, bubble. Uh-oh. That was an innuendo. Oh, really? Yes. Well, you need an innuendo. In, yeah. in, innuendo. Innuendo. Even though you have a window over. I don't... I don't know why. I don't need an innuendo. Well, I don't good. have any need for innuendos. I still love you, babes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love you, too. Uh-huh. My boyfriend the wheel, ladies and gentlemen. You're very tired, babes. I and was. When I left on Sunday, I offered to give you some melatonin to get you through the week. You didn't like that offer, though. No, I, I mean, I already, had, I already had something I can take, and... um. I I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to take all of your melatonin. There's only a couple of pills or vitamins, as we say. No, they're pills, Bob. They're not okay. vitamins. Um, they just help you get to sleep. Um, yeah, but I I think what it was, I don't think it was necessarily the pill that was the problem. I think my body just wouldn't rest. Mm. And sometimes that's what it is. Um, like last night I woke up. I, I went to bed about 10.30, and I woke up about uh, sometime after 1, but I didn't go back to sleep again. And then I 
of course, you know, I went back to sleep around. Well, I, I didn't actually get to bed until like, I think sometime after nine. And then I woke up about 11. Oh, wait. I don't know. No, I think it was 11. Oh, wait. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? I think I'm going to sleep for about uh, 20 more minutes. And it was already like 1138. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I didn't really sleep. I, um, for 20 minutes, I got it. I, I checked just in time that it was almost 12, which meant that the groceries would be here soon. So I was, I was happy about that. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a matter of my body just was not, was very restless. What's your exercise regimen look like these days? I haven't been very good at that. Honestly. Oh, that helps a lot too. I, so. I, I, I know I need to do some jumping because I do have a, a trampoline that I haven't been using. Um, and maybe it's because in the winter, I, you know, in the winter when the season is, is first starting and it's really, really cold mm-hmm. and you, <clears throat> you, you know, naturally you don't want to do a whole lot of moving in the winter because it's just so cold. Um, yeah, I kind of, I, I've, I've been kind of lacking on that, but I need to, um, I need to get my, um, my jumping on. Oh, oh. Well, and also to, um, um, I, yeah, I need to do that. Nice. Um, and, um, I thought it was, I, I know we've uh, talked about the, um, we have, we talked about the hike we went on, right? I think we mentioned it briefly. Okay. That was, I mean, that was really good for my body mm-hmm. because I haven't done a hike for uh, a couple of years. I think it was, um, it must have been because it, it's been that long. And, um, even though I could feel the burn, it was really good to get my, um, my body moving and my heart pumping a little bit and, um, just to warm up my, um, my muscles for the summer. And, um, and I'm, and, and, and I'm excited too, because we are going to go bike riding again too. We are. Yay. I'm excited about that. Thanks. I'm excited too. Yes. Yes, I am. We might need to get you some weights there. Jay, whoa. Yes. I was a little bit tired too today. Yeah. I went to bed around 1130 and got up at four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you did better than me. I did, but still not great. So when I came over here and you said you wanted to take a nap, in my mind, I'm thinking this will be great because I can finish an audiobook, and I know that my Jayla likes to take like three hour naps. Not three hours. Two and a half. Well, I, I don't usually like to sleep that long, but sometimes my body just will not wake up. Oh. You know? So I figured I'd have time to finish the book and take it out. And um I slept really well. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I know I've been bringing up Kyle from Secular Talk a lot recently. Yes, you have. You, you bring him up like, I think you've been bringing up at least one time on our episodes lately. Well, just because I've been watching, I've been a fan since probably 2016 but I've been watching his show a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is I still really like TYT, mm-hmm. but they go a little bit too into the culture war stuff for me now. Okay. And maybe it's just that I didn't notice it before. 
Yeah. But I do now. And also since Kyle's dating Crystal Ball and, you know, I, I watched Breaking Points and I watched it before I knew that they had a thing going on too. So it's kind of like the, the, all the factors are going into just me talking about Kyle a lot. But so here's why I'm bringing him up in this context. Okay. A couple years ago, I'm hanging out. Well, no, we're talking over the phone, me and a friend. And she says, you should really check out Marianne Williamson. I think you dig some of her stuff. This is my friend, Babes, who lives in California. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. Are you familiar with my friend or Marianne Williamson? No, Marianne Williamson. So I know she's a self-help lady, but I never really checked her stuff out. Yeah. Kyle interviewed her once before, maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it was good. I thought she was fine, but I, it, it didn't blow me away. But he just keeps going on about how you're awesome. You're this great lady. And I like listening to your stuff. And yeah, he just interviewed her again. Uh-huh. The full thing is coming out tomorrow. But today they posted a clip on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And in it, he says, I want to pitch you the idea of you running for president against Joe Biden in 2024. Well, she did. She was one of the she candidates. Was yeah. In 2020. And she dropped out early to support Bernie Sanders. So right there, that makes me think that she has a good head on her shoulders. <laughs> Not so fast. What? what? I don't like her so much. Oh, my goodness. I was shocked to hear Kyle say that she should run for president again. I don't really know this lady. I like that she supported Bernie. Um... But I don't know, a self-help person running for yeah, president. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've only known her from Oprah because she's been on Oprah for like a maybe a couple of shows. Oh, I didn't know that. It doesn't surprise and, me. Yeah. My, my friend who recommended her is a big Oprah person. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like, I don't go deep with Oprah. I only like her topics mm-hmm. because I'm not really, I'm not in the self-help new age stuff that she's really into. Um, with, you know, like Gary Zukov and, 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 uh, Marianne Williamson and, and whoever she has on, Deepak Chopra, um, is one of the big ones. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I want a self-help person, uh, in charge of things. I'm not, I'm not too sure about this lady. I don't, um, yeah. I'm going to research her more though. I don't know. I mean, if you're a self-help person or whatever, a new age person, then maybe it would appeal to you, but um, I'm not sure about that. Some self-help people lean more Republican, but it seems like she's more of a lefty, which I like. And we do need... I don't know. I, I, I disagree with you on that. I think they're a lot more lefty than you think they are. Th- there's a lot of them who are, but there's some... Like, Tony Robbins hasn't said publicly... But he's dropped a few hints that he's probably pretty conservative. How so? So I'll give you a a quick example. Okay. He tells this story about when the Monica Lewinsky scandal broke out. Uh He got a call from President Clinton saying, hey, I need somebody to help me out here. Right. And he told the president at the time, hey, just so you know, I didn't vote for you. So I'm not just going to tell you what you like to hear. Now, they're friends. But he said publicly that he didn't vote for Bill Clinton. And I know that Bill Clinton is kind of like a neoliberal. So he leans more conservative. But that was something that gave me. No, he doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't. He does. Yes, he does. He doesn't. It it seems like he does, but I don't think he does at all. 
Oh. Anyway, that's besides the point. That was um, go ahead. Yeah, so that that is there a better example than that? I'm sure there are, but my mind's not coming up with it. It's just certain things that he says that I think he leans more uh, conservative. Also, he talks a lot about doing for yourself, and that's more of a conservative. I relate that more to the conservative idea of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Okay. So that's the impression I get. I, I could probably find some better examples, though, but my mind's not coming up with them right now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to the whole, uh, self-help thing. I think it's, um, uh, that's just not my thing. I think it's overrated. Having said that, I have gotten some good stuff out of reading self-help books. I, 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 so I think it's good to incorporate a little bit of that stuff into your life. The problem is, is when you make self-help the complete focus of yeah. your I work mean, ethic. I mean, when I when I read the Gary Chapman book, mm-hmm. when we both read it, I thought there could be some truth to it, but I wasn't going to. I mean, I I I don't know if I completely subscribe to it. I think there might be some truth to it. I don't think it works for um, every type of relationship. Maybe not. So I'm kind yeah. of like I'm very like leery of the ones who um the the people who write um guides you know yeah a guide to a successful fill in the blank right and um i don't know i mean the the gary chapman book was really interesting to read but i don't know that his um the um the love languages would work for and i and i'm because i can't speak for all real for for every single relationship so I, i don't know but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how I think about that. When I used to go to the self-love group, one of the things that the two ladies who ran it would always say at the beginning is, take what works for you and leave everything else. And that's how I look at the self-help movement. I take what works for me. Some of the stuff I think that they say is great, other stuff I I hear them say is like very common sense stuff that you should know otherwise, you know, outside of self-help of uh, mm-hmm. the world of that. And then other stuff they say, I think is complete nonsense. Mm-hmm. So the big one to me that I tried to research. Yeah. Let's go to very old school. Okay. Napoleon Hill. Okay. And I'm sure I'm going to mess this up because I'm Rick and I'm dyslexic and I got up from a nap recently <laughs> and I read his book years ago. Yeah. But I read, I think it's in Think and Grow Rich. I read that and the 16, what is it, the 16 Lessons? Uh-huh. I think it's called the 16 Lessons. That one is actually better, but everybody talks about Think and Grow Rich. Okay. But I think he tells a story in Think and Grow Rich about how his son was born deaf. Uh-huh. And the doctors couldn't cure it, but through... Napoleon Hill's persistence, his son learned to hear. Right. I tried to Google the story to see if there was any evidence behind it. Yeah. And again, this was years ago. Maybe I wasn't typing in the correct words. Uh-huh. But I couldn't find proof that this actually happened. Wow. Yeah. So so for all you know, that's just hearsay and he's just um, promoting himself. That's the impression I got. And it's also possible that I wasn't looking in the right places. 
But in my mind, I look at a statement like that and think that's complete bullshit. However, Napoleon Hill has said things that I think are valuable. Uh, he talks a lot about the idea of the brain trust, which really isn't that revolutionary today. But when you consider that the book came out in like, what was it, the 30s or the 1920s? It was probably a pretty big deal back then. Um, so some of his stuff I vibe with and some of his stuff I think is ridiculous. Same with all these self-help people. But now that Kyle has endorsed Marianne Williamson and has made the pitch about why she should run for president, I'm going to check out her stuff. You know what? I personally think that we emphasize too much on ourselves, and that's why I'm not mm. for the self-help stuff because... Uh -oh. Yeah, I think we think about ourselves way too much. How yeah. we feel, our self-esteem, self-confidence, self, 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 self. It's all about self. And um, I think we need to think about other people. For real. Yeah. Yo, for real. <laughs> What's up? I said, yo, for real. <laughs> I want to see if you're awake. I am awake. Yo, for real. <laughs> Is you think... <laughs> That's hilarious. That no. perhaps I could focus on the self by buying stuff for myself that was made by other people. <laughs> no. Okay, good. Is, is you think. Is yes. you think or do you think. Yes. I thought that was really funny. It's like, have you, have you, did you ever go to the sun? I uh, know. Why not? It's too hot. Yes. You can't go there. <laughs> the Ali G show. So, did yeah. I ever tell you, I know I've told you about Scenes of Faces of Death. Oh, yeah. I, I can't believe you watched it. Well, so it came up on oh. the phone the other day. With, with, with who? With, with the, friend, the friend who threw the open mic where we met. Oh, okay. I had lunch with somebody else, yeah. came home, saw that I missed a call from him. He's also my ex-workout buddy. Yeah, yeah. Called him back, and... He was telling me about the documentary Grizzly Man, which I've heard about by many, from many people, but have not seen. Oh. And apparently my friend went to YouTube to find the audio of, I think his name is Timothy Treadwell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Being yeah. mauled to death by the I, bear. He's oh. telling me about listening to it and he's like, oh. oh, it's this, it's that. And then he's like, and Rick, this may turn you off to it, but there's a point in the audio where I think I hear his soul leaving the body. So he tells me this. And of course, I tell yeah. the bear story from the first Faces of Death movie, right? Uh -huh. Which I've told you many times. Before. Yes. But it got me to thinking. Mm -hmm. My sister and I still talk about when we rented Faces of Death. I still can't believe you did that. Well, so I technically wasn't there when it got rented. Yeah. And I don't think my sister did it because she was only 14. This was back in the 90s, like so, 93. So you, so somehow you were able to get it. I don't know if she got my mom to rent it or if she had a fake ID or had a friend rent it. Wow. But irregardless of that, she got a copy and we watched it. And we talked about it again within the last couple of years a couple of times. And I thought to myself... How often does that happen to where you watch a movie once with a sibling, the two of you never watch it again, and you still have conversations about the movie 30 years later? 
Uh, I'm sure it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Like, can you yeah. think of an instance? I mean, maybe with you and your sister with the movie Kids. Well, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even watch a lot of it because uh, uh, we didn't, we were skipping parts because there was some stuff that, you know, it, 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 it's, it's pretty much, there is a good reason why it's NC-17. I mean, I didn't know exactly what was going on. I did hear about the, the scene that was couched. Yeah. Where this one girl was um, being assaulted. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I was just like, I, I think they tried to make it seem like it was real. Um, it's very low budget. And low gritty. budget. Yeah. And, um, I, I didn't, I wasn't like, I didn't really want to watch it and I really wasn't paying attention to it. And I would, and I was imagining that my, I imagine that my sisters, when they were looking at it, they had to, they had to, um, fast forward it because some of it was just really, uh, too much for them. But your sisters aren't quite as wholesome as you though, right? What? They're not as wholesome as you are. Um, I, I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying they're more used to I like. Mean, well, well, they don't, I mean, I don't think they, I don't think they like that. Okay. I mean, as far as how wholesome they are, I don't know. You could ask them. But... No, but I mean, there's more exposure to like the real world. Well, you're assuming that wholesome people don't have exposure to the real world and we, and, and they do. Oh, well, I'm not talking about Puck. What? Puck was a character on the real world. I know. I know. I know. I know what Puck was. Okay. Not a very nice person. But anyway. No. Um, yeah, he was very, um, he was very inconsiderate. Anyway, um, no, but, uh, yeah, they didn't, they didn't like what they were seeing. And, um, especially my one sister, she just couldn't watch it. The older sister. Twin, bubs, twin. Uh-oh. One minute, bubs, one minute, old. Okay. Twin, twin. Okay. I might have to revisit, uh, kids at some point. Why? I saw it when I was a teenager and you saw I, the whole thing. I, I saw most of it. I didn't watch it all the way through yeah. and there may have possibly, I may have, uh, smoked something before. watching. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. You weren't sober. I get it. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't say that there. Jay. Whoa. You weren't exactly there. I get that. Let's just say I was on a higher level. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Out of it. Oh my goodness. That's what it was. Uh, do you th- it's so crazy to me that you just associate somebody doing marijuana with their, a complete drug addict and out of their right mind. Yep, and I haven't changed my I haven't changed my tune on that book. Okay, so some Oh what? Really? Are we gonna talk about this? Alright, we don't have to. Thank you. Sometimes that's the case and sometimes it's not. Yeah. Yes. But uh I have a feeling that if I revisit kids, you will not be watching that with me. No, I I think that's just too much. I mean, I mean, I heard that Boys in the Hood was pretty heavy, mm-hmm. but Kids is like next level heavy. Kids is next level. I've seen Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I think I've only saw parts of it, and I really wasn't. I I real that wasn't just that wasn't my thing. I couldn't watch it. I with Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's uh, a good that's movie. A little, that's a little too much for me. Lawrence Fishburne is pretty good. Okay. Uh So is Ice Cube. Okay. But no, if you want to go and watch kids, um, well then be my guest, but I'm not 
planning to watch it with you. Oh, maybe I can see if they have it on audio descriptive and do a movie night with it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know that your friends would want to see that. I honestly don't. No, but it's, you're learning about the world as you watch it. You know, it's not just like, hey, let's break out the popcorn. It's like, let's learn something. Yeah, but there are documentaries that can teach you stuff, Bob. You don't have to watch kids. We don't have to, but I'm just saying it's a possibility, babes. Uh That's all. Okay. Okay. Now, let's talk about a series of movies that are even more disturbing than kids. So shocking. You just hit my... Sorry, sorry. And so out there Uh that... We haven't even watched them and have no plan to. So shocking that yes. you, you've heard of them but never watched them. And same with you. Okay. And that would be Air Bud. <laughs> yeah, I have no, uh, that's not a shocking movie. It just, I'm, I'm guessing it's about this dog, right? So, so the, the premise of the first movie is that there's this kid. I'm going to tell why I know this in a minute. Okay. But a kid whose dad died gets a dog and the dog learns to play basketball and starts yeah. playing for some team. Which is kind of weird, but okay. It's it's a really dumb premise. Yeah, it is. I've never seen Air Bud. I was at somebody's house and they had a kid and the kid was watching a scene from one of the sequels. And that's uh-huh. the closest I've come to seeing the movies. Okay. But... John Oliver did something really fun this week. He released a last week tonight video just titled Air Bud. And so I watch and he's talking about the movie and he's talking about how rules don't make sense in this movie, all uh-huh, this stuff. And uh-huh. I think that this is either going to lead to like an attack on Trump or Biden or the system in general. And right? he's doing, he's doing this in front of an audience. Yeah. Okay. It's in front of the, it's like the, it's on the last week tonight YouTube channel. Okay. So I'm thinking eventually this is going to go to politics in yeah. some way. And then at the end of it, he's like, yeah, I just wanted to do a video talking about airbags. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you told me that I'm like, really? That was funny. <laughs> you're like, and you're probably going to say that, you know, you're probably going to think that I said it because um, I was paid to say it or whatever. Yeah, or it's in my contract, but it's, it's contract, not. But it's not. I just wanted to rant about it for yes. 20 minutes. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> Do you have any desire to watch the Airbud movies? Because I don't. Uh, no. Like, okay, if my nieces and nephew were a little bit younger, yeah, and it was before they became teenagers, I'd watch it with them because that's you know they they probably like that. But no, I don't think I'd watch it. No, I don't think my nephew would like those movies. I mean, I've never seen them. I've only seen clips, but from what I gather. I think that he would consider that a little bit too dumb. Well, I mean, he is he, he is still very young. So, I mean... Yeah, but you know the type of video games he likes. I'm I'm just really... I, anyway, I have a comment about that, but I won't, I won't say it here. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, he's still very young. Who knows? You might like it. Oh. I don't know. Some some kids like weird stuff when they're really young. I remember, babes. Yeah. I was over at my sister's house hanging out with him one day. Yeah. And I'm out of it. I'm assuming this was on YouTube. 
but it could have been on some other video service. Yes. He was watching the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. That's the one where he skipped all the... He he just watched the action scenes. Yeah, and, like there was some video, and all it is is the action scenes. From and there was no plot. There was no plot or anything. It was just the no, action just scenes. the action scenes. And I one, I was shocked that he was watching the movie because I remember being in my late teens and seeing it in the theaters. Yeah, but also, I was taken aback by they cut out most of the plot of the film, and it was like right. I think it was about twenty minutes, roughly. So I was taken aback by that. Yeah, that's in, that's kind of weird. Yeah, but you know, kids are into weird things, and they don't always um, they don't always stay with them. They change, mm-hmm. and yeah, and and he's still very young, so he could have different um, interests in uh, what he likes to watch. But that might be a kid thing now. It might not just be like my nephew's into that. It's just, so the comment I was going to make is, I, I just think it's so interesting that, I mean, because the, the, the little kids that I grew up with, or the little kids that I have met, a lot of them like watching, um, you know, cartoons on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, um, like, like we did when we were younger. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever met somebody, um, I don't think I've ever met a little kid besides him that, um, all they wanted to do was watch, um, action scenes on youtube and video games i think my nephew is gonna be a very cool adult and i like that when he was about five uh he his favorite type of music was techno that is just so weird to me. i know but i thought that was kind of cool yeah it's very strange listen as an adult i think techno is trash but i think if you're a five a five-year-old and into it that's pretty cool I guess. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't really care for it. I don't care for it now, but I, I think if you're five and you're in a techno, it's a lot better than being into, um, I don't know, whatever the hell else, whatever kids music. I guess it's better to be a five year old and into techno than be a five year old and into the music of Sesame Street. Maybe that's a good way to put it. I, yeah, I mean, well, Sesame Street don't—they don't really have a lot of songs out, but I, I hear what you're saying. So I guess I don't really listen to children's music. Yeah, I remember my workout buddy who I was talking about earlier uh-huh. said that there was some dude named Raffy. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. he's big in that world. I have heard of him. In fact, um, when the Disney Channel was much younger, they used to um, show it was a younger channel. Well, I mean, the younger days of the Disney Channel. You okay, know what I mean? early days. Early days, younger days, whatever. Go ahead. Why yellow bulb? Keep going. Um. So, um, the only thing, the only reason why I know about Rafi because there were some kids on my bus that were much younger than, um, I'm not sure how much younger than me they were, but they used to listen to Rafi tapes. Mm-hmm. And um, the Disney Channel would play uh, uh live uh concerts of Rafi and I guess he's I think he might be from Canada. I don't wow. know if he's still alive but um I I didn't listen to Rafi when I was growing up but I I know who he is because some some of the kids that were either younger than me or my um younger than me um on the bus would listen to them so yeah 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 Rafi's big in the kids uh, music world and then and I remember when I was was in preschool there was a duo named uh, Greg and Steve. Okay. And they would do songs like uh, The Number Rock 
and um, and the months of the year and the days of the week and just like little things that kids would learn in school. Would you like me to give dirty titles to those songs? No. Okay. Because uh, I thought of some of them. No, no, no. I don't think so. They, you no, know, no, no. Okay. No. All right. All right. All right. Babes. All right. All right. No, that doesn't need corruption. <laughs> doesn't need corruption, babes. And yeah, and then Greg and Steve also did that song, um, "The World Is a Rainbow," and um, and all and and, and various children's music. So, um, but I didn't grow up with Raffi. I I knew people that I knew kids that did. It. I don't know this Raffi character and I only, I don't know his music, but my friend said that his kids listened to him. And so he, yeah. by extension, my friend listened to a lot of this stuff. Is he like the Drake of that world? You're, you're comparing him to a rapper. Yeah, but Drake is like, I don't listen to Drake's music. He seems too like family friendly to me. And I don't like that he uses auto tunes. Let's, let's say like it is Rick loves rap music, but Rick hates auto tunes. I don't think he can really compare it compare him to drake of the you know the drake of the kids music world mm. because remember i mean i think he might have been big in the 70s and 80s i'm not quite sure oh i thought raffy was still big now or was he I, was big I, well he was big then ago. i don't know how he is now and i'm not sure if he's even alive yeah he might still be alive but he's probably a much older person so i i, I couldn't tell you but you're you're comparing rap music to kids music, and I don't think that's fair. Do you think he has his own private jet, and is he living large like Drake? I don't know, Bubs. Why are uh -huh. you asking me weird questions that I can't answer? You're more. I know you don't listen to his stuff on the regular, but you know that word a lot better than I do. Don't, well, I only know it because I was exposed to it. Okay, I wasn't in it. Has Ralph, Has Rafi ever been on Cribs? Bubs. I was just asking, babes. I don't know. Okay. Probably not. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, what? You ask a question. Oh, my goodness. That J-Wo can't answer. Oh, I still love you, Leia. J-Wo. Mm. I heard something kind of disturbing What's that? the other day. What's that? I have friends who are, some of them are a little, like, kind of going to the conspiracy theorist side of things, right? But... I'm having lunch the other day. This is before I call my workout buddy with another friend. Mm -hmm. And his daughter's boyfriend got the COVID-19 vaccination. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if this was like the first set of vaccinations or if this was a booster. The kid is... Uh, he told me it was a booster. It, oh, it probably was a booster then. Mm -hmm. Kid's 17 years old and had like a mini stroke from it. And for some reason that freaked me out. I've never met this kid. That would freak me out too. That would freak me out if anybody got a, a mini stroke after taking something like that. But I have heard of um, babies. Um, I've heard of babies. They're no, like I small. Was, I, what? I wasn't done yet. Okay, go ahead. I heard of babies having strokes as well. So, um, but but that really that really freaks me out that this um, this kid that was seventeen had a, a mini stroke from that. Yeah, and I've been hearing more and more weird stuff. So. I was listening to Howard Stern this week uh -huh. and I, I came into the segment late, but when like Howard was yelling at somebody on the staff mm -hmm. for not taking COVID seriously, uh -huh. even though the pandemic is pretty much over. Yeah. And then this caller calls up and says, Howard, you're so right. I had, you know, my two shots and I got the booster 
And then I, I ended up getting COVID and going to the hospital. And you're hearing more and more stuff like that now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been, I mean, people have been talking about it a lot. Um, and it's, um, I mean, I, 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 and I, I know a lot of people have dismissed some of the things as conspiracy theories, but given what has happened and, and even when you've heard about the Johnson and Johnson shots and how they were under fire mm-hmm. because women were being affected, there were also some teenagers that got, um, pericarditis or, or carditis or myocarditis after they take, they'd taken one. I've heard some horror stories about pilots that, um, were forced to take one, um, in order for them to fly. And one of them can't fly anymore because of it. And it's really affected his, um, I think it had something to do with his ears. It was really bad. I mean, it, you can't deny that there are people that are being affected by it. And if you, um, um, you've heard of VARES, right? Yes. Okay. So VARES is an actual website. I've been on it and it's been around since 1990 and people can report, um, what kind of reactions they've been having to vaccines, including especially COVID. So, um, it's the, um, uh, vaccine adverse event um reporting system that's what the, that's what it stands for and since um since covid um 2 years ago there's been um the 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 people that have been affected by these shots have increased and it's it's an alarming rate i mean it's something to think about it really is so i very much was for getting the vaccine and I'm, I'm still kind of glad that I got it. And I was dismissive of conspiracy theories about it. No, I, I was lucky. I felt a little under the weather for a day and there was a night where I had pretty bad night sweats and that was about it. But the more I hear about this, the more skeptical I'm starting to be about the shot. Now, that doesn't mean that I, I'm going to say, don't take it. It's automatically going to kill you. But it does mean uh, I'm going to do some more research into it. Well, I will say this, that there is um, an antidote for some of the side effects. I don't I don't know. Um, uh, there, I've heard that there is an antidote for someone who has taken it and has experienced um, some of the side effects. It's called. Hey, 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 hey. What? I wasn't finished. All right, go ahead. You, you, you can't just interrupt me whenever you want to. Oh, go ahead. I was uh, going to make a joke. But. Do you want me to make my joke? No. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, tell me in private. Oh. And then I'll, and then I'll uh, get you back for it. Why? Um, <laughs> okay, we're not recording anymore. It's called. But, hey, 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 All right, hey. no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Keep going. But but I heard that there was an antidote for uh, a person who has gotten side effects from it or a person that um, has um, experienced some of the things that, that the other person has. And you you can make um, a tea out of pine needles. And it's supposed to be really good for your system. I can't vouch for that. So I don't know. Um, no, 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 this is, this is, this is what, um, people have done so far is, um, if you have, and I'm not saying that you need to take it, but that's an option. Yeah. It is a little bit interesting 
that these pharmaceutical companies kind of get a pass with the COVID-19 thing, even though they have kind of been ruining our society for decades with, uh, you know, various things like prescription medications. Oh, there's a, there's a, com- uh, there is a major, um, op- opioid addiction problem because of this. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it had to take COVID for people to realize that the pharmaceutical company is not for the people. And they, no, people have known that since back I mean, in the day. I mean, no, I mean, I'm talking about the, the ones who are, um, are, um, trying to push it, mm. right? And, um, I mean, we've already known that pharmaceutical, uh, the, a uh, big pharma has been really, really horrible. And sometimes it, uh, it's taken people a while because, like diabetes medication. I mean, I've been reading about it and finding out that it really doesn't help a diabetic. And uh prescription drug addictions and all this other stuff. Um but it's uh yeah, it's it's interesting. Yes. Check it out for yourself because I'm Alana is convinced that um the vaccines are completely horrible. And I'm conflicted about it. I'm, I'm very I, conflicted about it. I'm at the point where, look, I mean, I don't, I don't, um, want anyone to be any more people to be hurt than the people that have already been hurt. Um, but I also think that people need to make their choices and, um, people need to make choices for themselves. And, um, it is not a person's job to tell, uh, somebody, uh, or to force someone, I should say, to take it. Um, it, it has to be a person's choice. That, that's where I stand with that. Yeah. And all that said, a vaccine that I do think is complete bullshit is the flu shot. Oh, a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, I only took it once. Thank goodness something happened. I, I only took it one time. Uh, and that was like towards the end of my, um, that was towards the end of my chemo, actually. Um, but I decided that I would not take it again because I've been, I've, I, my sister, one of my sisters took the flu shot a long time ago and two weeks later she got a really, really bad strain of the flu. And I know so many people where that's the case. So many people where they take a flu shot Mm -hmm. and like a week later they have the flu. And I'm not going to lie. I've had the flu before and I haven't had the flu shot. So I'm not saying that I I don't, I'm not going to go insane and say that the flu shot causes the flu. I don't think that that's the case, but I don't think it protects against the flu either. No. In my opinion. And, and I, and when I think about a shot, when I think about um, the shot that's supposed to, the flu shot that's supposed to be a vaccine, why would you have to take it every year? That's that's the thing I never I never understood. I can actually kind of explain that for you because each year there's a different strain of but the flu. But it wouldn't count as a vaccine is what I'm trying to say because usually vaccines, the vaccines that I've had when I was a kid, I only had to take them once. Do they call it a vaccine or do they just call it a shot for or a vaccine um, for that particular? No, no, they call them vaccines because you only take them once. Okay. And but you take them every year though. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the other vaccines I've gotten. Okay. MMR and, um, I forgot the other ones that I got. Uh, the immunizations that I had, I only had to take them once. Um, now would I have, now if I, if I was a, a little child and, or if I had a child, would I want them to take the shots? Uh, no. 
I don't think they need it. I might have had the flu shot as a kid. I've definitely not had one as an adult, and I don't plan to. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that sometimes people have to get sick, and when they get sick, they um, the virus, whatever virus it is, goes through their body, and then they get more immune to it and it and you know like i haven't it's been years since i've had the flu already mm-hmm. i think the last time i got it was in it was like three years ago well and it's also to me i'd probably be a little bit more pro flu shot if i didn't know so many people who caught the flu right after going out of the way to get the shot uh-huh you know what i mean yeah because yeah i mean i my sister is one person and i've just been hearing a lot of stories like i'm not taking it again um i had a good friend um of mine i think he took his last he took his last vaccine after he was 18 i think it was mm-hmm. and then since he's been learning about stuff like the flu shot he's like i'm not taking that i'm not gonna take them yeah no there are other vaccines that are great by the way so it's it's a mixed bag, and he again, Alana is more anti-vax than I am. I'm conflicted about the stuff, but with the flu vaccine, well, I mean, I'm completely anti-vax with the flu vaccine. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I guess you'd say. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really. I don't want to take any more. I don't want to take any more vaccines that I have to. Yes, I know doctors um, say that you have to take it during this time, but you don't really have to do it. No, it's just you know they just tell you it's recommended that you do it but you know it's like you don't really have to do that there we go babes just like i think that there are procedures that doctors try to push on people and and i'm not talking about vaccines but other procedures that it's like do you really have to do that or are they just wanting you to do that so that they can get more money i don't know so i have a couple of friends of mine and doctors have tried to push the idea of penis implants Huh? No, yeah, and what? no, Are I've, you serious? yeah, no, I've never had that happen. Are you serious? Because when I go to get a uh, medical Bubs. thing and you, I pull down my pants, Bubs. they see how big I am, Bubs. and they say you don't need it. Hey, What's hey, up? Hey, are you serious? No, I may, maybe. <clears throat> oh, what? What? I'm just trying to help. Why? <clears throat> I love you, babes. Oh. oh, oh, yeah. Because I've been hearing doctors and nurses push. I was um, going to change the subject, but keep going. I know. Uh, I'll just really quick. I've been hearing doctors and nurses pushing women to get mammograms. You have to get a mammogram. You have to get a mammogram. But I've been hearing that now. I've been hearing that and reading that mammograms really do not, um, are not good at detecting cancers. I cannot tell you about that. That is way beyond my area of expertise. I'm just a dude who uh, likes making jokes and eating candy. And watching Kyle from Secular Talk. <laughs> oh my goodness. J-Lo. Yeah. So, I, I listened to Howard Stern this week. Of course. Show isn't as good as it was back in the late 90s or mid-2000s when he first went to Sirius. But it's still good. It's all its moments. Okay. He had on Gerard Carmichael this week. Uh-huh. It was super interesting. So Gerard Carmichael, a few months ago, did the special for HBO called Rathaniel. Mm-hmm. And in it, he comes out of the closet, uh-huh. right? It's on the show and talking about how his mom is a Christian. And before the special, 
she used to come out in in front of his comedy shows and sing like a song to the audience uh, to help them open up. Yeah. And him and his mom used to talk every day. Yeah. He said to Howard that now it's really awkward and the dad is kind of like the go-between between him and his mom. And they really haven't communicated that much since the special came out. It was very intense. He said that his mom's super into the church and that his dad cheated a lot on her. And, and it was, it was a really cool interview. Afterwards, I decided to watch the special. Uh-huh. You could tell by the way he worded things. Yeah. That he had probably just came out to his parents and his family like within the last couple of weeks before shooting the special. Yeah. At least that's the impression I got. Okay. Now I'm very impressionable. I, I mean, I took the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. So what do I know? But that's the, the thought I got from watching this. Wow. Okay? okay. He told another story in the special about how his dad had, I, I, I hope I'm getting the number right, four kids with the aunt of one of his friends. That's insane. And. Wow. Gerard knew about it for several years. One <laughs> night he gets drunk, calls the dad and says, I'm going to tell mom if you don't. Mm-hmm. The dad eventually tells the mom and he said in the special that it was her reaction was worse than he thought it was going to be. Really? Because she forgave him. And the next morning she was back to making him breakfast in bed. Wow. Yeah. So she he thought that she was going to. Leave him then. He wasn't sure, but he thought that it was going to be more intense than she forgives him. It's she forgives him like immediately, like that night and just moves on. But and, then, you know, I, I kind of wonder about that because, you know, it's, it, we're so quick to judge the woman who forgives her husband, mm-hmm. right? But, but at the same time, a lot of women are going through this. Yeah. And you can't really judge. And, and you can go afterwards. I just need to. Yeah, because I wasn't finished with my thought. I'm sorry. That's okay. I just wanted to put this in there, but um, yeah, I think it's I think it's so easy for people to judge the woman who forgives her husband, um, and uh, because we don't know what's really going on behind closed doors, maybe it's hard for her to to leave him for whatever reason. Now I got the impression from listening to Howard, and I was doing other things. That they've since gotten a divorce, but it wasn't because of this. Right. Yeah, I could be wrong with that. Don't quote me. Okay. But I found it so weird that she would, like, the next morning she would make uh, breakfast for her husband, but yet she can't deal with the fact that her son's gay. Maybe it wasn't because her son's gay. So you think that maybe it had to do with something else? I think it could have been a myriad of things. Mm. It may not be her son coming out. It may just be, like, what he has said in the special that maybe she didn't want out. Maybe it was just like, she's going through some stuff. It doesn't always have to be, Oh, because my son came out. Okay. I, I kind of think that maybe it might just be a myriad of stuff. Like she's, she divorced her husband for several years. I'm guessing that they were married for a long time. A long time. Not only that, his friend's aunt, um, that had kids with, <laughs> that had kids with her, uh, with, his dad is now his are now um the kids are his cousins. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I would imagine it's probably a myriad of things that you know maybe she didn't feel comfortable talking to him about. I can't. I mean, and maybe she's just she's just having a hard time dealing with it. I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, it, whatever's going on in his family is, is not good, but I, I can't, I, I, I don't know that, that it was just him that has caused his mother to not talk to him. I think it just might be like a bunch of things and she's just going through an emotional, an emotional time. Because you're a Christian woman, but you would not cut a family member out if they were gay. No, of course not. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. No, there would, no, it's, it's just not what I would do. I wouldn't just disown them. I wouldn't be happy with what they were doing, but I wouldn't disown them. I think love is usually a good thing. So, oh, <laughs> but yeah, 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 me. Uh, I'd be happy if they could find love, <laughs> but I love my Jane. But, but, but anyway, go on. Cause I, I, I know I interrupted you. I didn't mean to. Yeah. I just, I, I was shocked that she would not talk to her son, but like the husband's cool. Um, and they, but you're, you make a good point. I don't know the complete situation. Yeah. It's, it's hard to tell. I mean, we're just a couple of lay people and I'm just hearing about this from the other day mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, you know, it, this lady must be going through a lot of stuff and, um, maybe right now she just is not at the point to where she can talk to her son about it because, you know, he's um, maybe because uh, he'll put it in his comedy act. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, some, you know, com a lot of comedians do that. They they use it for material and maybe she doesn't want it to be material. It was a really good special. What some comedians do, <clears throat> and I think they get this from Richard Pryor, uh. is they'll <clears throat> make specials that are honest and intense, but they're not really that funny. Yeah. Have you ever seen Richard Pryor live in Smoking? Uh, no, I haven't. It's I may have heard about it. A very honest special, but I, it didn't make me really laugh. He talks yeah. about being in prison, going down on guys. What did he, what was he doing in prison? I forget. Okay. I forget. It didn't surprise me though. He had a crazy life. Right. But it, it didn't make me laugh. Okay. But Gerard Carmichael's special was very intense, but also pretty funny too. Okay. And that's a weird combination to pull off. Well, especially when he told me that the audience got to ask him questions. Well, he said, hey, I want this to be an interaction with you guys. So if you guys want to stop me during the show and, and throw out some questions, you can. When he's talking about his mom, yeah, there are points to where I thought my computer might have freeze because he's just silent for a while. Yeah. And then somebody from the audience would shout out, what well, do you think you need to give her time? Because you had all this time to know that you were gay before telling her. Yeah. And he says... Yeah, but the thing with my mom is she's older now, and I don't want so much time to go by that the next time I I find out about her, it's at her funeral. I'm phrasing it differently than he did, but well, it was something to that effect. You know, maybe eventually he will talk to her, and maybe they'll have to go to counseling or whatever. But I'm kind of thinking maybe she's she just got a lot of stuff handed to her all at once, mm -hmm. and. The, uh, the, the fact that he, uh, came out to his parents was another thing that she had to deal with. So, you know, it's not, it, you know, I would imagine it isn't easy for her. Yeah. I'd love to show you the special sometime, but I, I don't know if it would be your particular cup of tea. I yeah. I don't know. Um, yes. And there's also a lot of talk about cheating and both his mom's dad and his dad's dad had kids from different women. So wow. the mom's dad 
had kids with uh, women who weren't his wife, mm-hmm. but she was the daughter of the wife. Same with the dad's dad, except he was the, his dad's, his dad was the daughter of the mistress. And wait, not wait, the wait, 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 wait. You said his of dad. Of different women. The... Of different okay. women, yeah. So his dad's, his, his, his grandfather was married to a woman and had kids with somebody else. And his dad was one of the kids with somebody else. Not one of the kid, not the kid of the, of the dad's wife. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. I Uh, wonder how many kids like my dad had and I just don't know about. He may not have. He may not, he may have, but he may not have. Um, but that's why I'm not on 23andMe. And also, I'm I'm still very, very, like, very cautious about those. um, We don't want to find out that I am Filipino because then Alana would. (laughs) No, I never said that. The implication is that you're Filipino. No, I never said that, Bubs. That's the implication, Mm. though, isn't it? No. Okay. I'm, you're putting words in my mouth again. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Bub. That's a Filipino side of my personality that does that. Keep going. No, it isn't. You're just assuming stuff, Bub. I'm assuming stuff based on what I heard from my sister. No, keep going. I, I personally wouldn't do it because, I don't know, I don't, I number, I think one of the weird things that would creep me out is if somebody contacted me and said, I'm your half-brother, mm-hmm. I'm your half-sister, and I'm thinking, What? How did I not know about that? Yeah. You know, and it, it would just turn my world upside down. Um, I mean, I know some good things have come out of it, but it's just like, I'm, I'm happy knowing about what I know I do have. Well, good. Yeah. Yes. JLo. Yes. I think it's a really interesting book this morning. I know. About. A man who was part of the Mennonite church, and then I think he left it, but he still is a believer in Jesus. Yeah. And he was a manager of a restaurant for several years. Yeah. Wife gets diagnosed with cancer. Uh-huh. She lives for maybe five years after the diagnosis, or four, yeah. I think it's actually four years. Do they have any children? Yes, but they were kind of like grown up. Okay. By the time she passed away. Okay. And like six months later, he walks the Appalachian Trail. And it's about his adventures on the trail. And it was super interesting. Like, the guy's name is Paul. Mm -hmm. And he said that when you're on the trail, you pick up these nicknames. So he became the Apostle Paul. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I guess Paul from the Bible did some traveling too or something like that. Oh, yeah. He was, he, he, um, he did some traveling. He he traveled to Rome and everything. And towards the end of his life, he was writing letters from prison. Nice. No, it's not good. Uh Oh, he was put, he was put in prison. Trying driving. No, okay, go ahead. No, he was preaching to people, but they put him in prison because he was persecuted. I thought he was, uh, Bringing that biblical wine on the chariots. That biblical wine on the chariots. I thought he was drinking that. What? Okay, go back to what you were... Go back to the blasphemy. Did you ever hear, babes, that song by um, uh, E-40? Tell me how to where to go. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. And he's talking about uh, ghost riding chariots. No. It's was, it was really good. Ghosts riding chariots? Yeah, so... You mean like ghosts actually... actually? No, no, no. You know what ghost riding is? It's like when you're not... It, I, I think it's when you're standing up in the car. 
and you're not really paying attention to the road. Oh. And he was talking about, like, ghost riding chariots back in the day. Uh-oh. That's kind of dangerous. Yeah. But okay, go on. But Paul didn't do that, to the best of your knowledge. The apostle. No, but he did a lot of traveling, and he did a lot of speaking. Nice. Yeah. Man spoke a lot. He also uh, knew how to, like, navigate his way around areas. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah. The Paul from this book tells about how you they would be like certain rest stops on the Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. and you would always be encouraged to sign in and leave little notes. Mm-hmm. Part of that is so you have some like recollection of what's going on, but also in case something happened to you, they could trace where you last were because a lot of people apparently die or have oh, a yeah. lot of accidents on this trail. I would imagine that you would if it was a, a treacherous trail. And it's very common for people to meet up with others and walk part of the trail with those folks. He tells stories about how he'd meet this person, that person. Mm-hmm. At one point, he's part of a group with two other guys. They meet a younger guy who, like, just got out of high school. Right. And they go to, like, this campground. Yep. And the next day, I want to say, there's this beautiful woman. The younger guy starts talking to her. Yeah. And abandons the group. Oh. But it's just, like, common for people to fall in and out of these groups on the trail. Oh, wow. And he said that it was, like, one of the hardest things he ever did in his life. Yeah. But it also, it changed him in a profound way because of the amount of work and the sheer beauty he saw and the connections he developed with people on the trail. Oh, wow. Yeah. Would that be something that you would ever consider doing? <clears throat> I don't think so. Mm. I, I I'm not... I'm not like a really big hiker. Um, that just sounds like a lot of work. And I'm, I mean, I like hiking on occasion, but I'm not like a, I'm not an experienced hiker and I'm not like someone that would, you know, hike on uh, Mount McKinley mm-hmm. or Mount Everest, which is really, really dangerous. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think that would be for me, oh. honestly. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. But it's a good book. Hey. You should weed it, babes. Wait, there's so many other books you gotta read first. I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excuse you. Excuse you. <laughs> J-Lo. Yes. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, hmm. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I have iPad mini questions that I can ask you in private. Or you can ask me here if you want. I I, I can't think of any at the moment. But, oh. Um, yeah. Yes. But there are some things I want to go over with you, Bubby. Very good. Did you? Oh, didn't you say that you had a dream this week? Or am I making I did a... have a dream this week. Tell me about it because I didn't have um, any that I remember. I, <laughs> I had a dream and I don't have these dreams very often but uh, a lot of times i'll have dog dreams i have mm-hmm. dreams of dogs in them and i had a dream that i was lying in bed and i woke up because this dog was on top this female dog was on top of me and she wanted to snuggle wow what if babes so <laughs> what Airbud is reality what happened in that movie oh my and God. the dog in that movie won the basketball game went to sleep and is now dreaming that it's Alana Jalo. 
from another universe. Yeah, that's... And uh, we're in the dream of the dog. Uh, from Airbud. I doubt it. I think that dogs have just dreams about chasing things. I don't know, babes. I don't know. Yes. I don't know that... I, I think dogs do. They just have dreams of... um you know, chasing rabbits or chasing other dogs. Have you noticed that? No, I'm not in their dreams. I know that they do that in real life, but no, I know. I mean, like when they're sleeping, and then you hear them kind of do this bark, and they're they're flailing their paws or whatever. Yeah, but that could mean that they're flying in their dreams, or that they're interacting with a being from another dimension. Oh my goodness! It could mean that, babes. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, dogs are funny like that. <laughs> um, I don't think that. I don't think that the that the dog is me and it's dreaming about me. I think I actually dreamed about a dog. What if you are the dog? Oh. In the Airbud movies. No. Okay. Bubs. What? Would you stop it? Okay. Your mind's going a little bit nuts with the uh with the this uh wheeled reality thing, Bubs. Well, I mean alternate universe. We don't know what reality really is, babes. Reality is heel, Bubs. Just, just get over it. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Reality is hard and we have to deal with it. Reality is hard. So to me, I would think babes. Mm-hmm. What, so one of the, you know that I'm conflicted about the idea of God existing, right? Like I go back and forth on it. I've seen, right. I, I, I can make an argument either way, uh-huh. but a good argument against God existing is how rough life has been on some people. And I've had a life that has been shitty in some areas, but I've known people with really horrible lives. Well, the apostles had a, had um, some horrible things happen to them too. Okay. But there are like, there are kids born in North Korean labor camps who end up dying there. Right. Yeah. And who never learn about Jesus or any of that stuff. Well, there's other things to think about too, because, um, there are kids that were never really shown love when they were babies mm-hmm. and they grew up to commit really, really heinous crimes. Right. Um, and th- all they've known was abuse. Exactly. And neglect. And so. And. I, I just don't see how like a God would allow stuff like that to happen. Well, I, um, I know a lot of people have that question, but mm-hmm. this is, this is my opinion on what I think, um, does happen as far as why this, this would happen. Um, well, I mean, I think the only simple answer I can say at the moment is that he allows it to happen. He allows things like that to happen because it either teaches somebody a lesson or um, if a person doesn't have a relationship with God, they can, they can go to God and say, I need your help because this is, this is something I can't get through on my own. Now, whether a person does that, they either choose to do that or choose not to do it. Okay. So, and a, and a lot of it has to do with their own doing too. I got to give you some pushback on this. Uh, well, I, I, I'm just giving my opinion. Right, but let's say somebody is born in a North Korean labor camp and they die at 30. Now, North Korea, I believe, is atheist. I mean, not atheist, but they believe in Kim Jong-un as the, the, the supreme leader. 
So that person grows up praying to a false god, obviously, mm-hmm. but they don't know any better, but they're an adult when they die. What happens to them? I can't tell you that. Okay. I mean, I can only guess that, um, I, I don't know, honestly. I mean, they may die and go to hell. They may die and go to heaven. I can't, I can't tell you that. And That's the reason fair. why I can't tell you that is because I don't know these people. I don't know what they've heard. It's hard to say that no, it, it's, it's easy to think that no tribe has heard, uh, that, that there are some tribes that haven't heard of Jesus Christ, but it also isn't really fair to say that they haven't. So I, I can't really tell you. Um, I can only tell you what I know to be true, but uh, what, what I believe to be true. But I, I can't tell you what happens to every individual person. Yeah, so stuff like that makes me think, oh, of course, there couldn't be a God that would allow something like that. But, but then, I, hold on, babes. But then other experiences of my life, like experiencing a solar eclipse or, uh, you know, uh, other things that my Jayla would prefer that I not talk about here, make me think that, well, of course, there's a loving God out there. You know, so that's why I'm con- so conflicted about it, because I really do see great arguments for both points. Yeah. Well, yes, God is very loving, but he's also, um, he also judges too. It's not, you know, there are times where he, he has to chastise his children, just like any parent would. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to think about that, but he does. Um, and then, of course, um, there are people that get themselves into messes and it wasn't God's fault. It was their fault. So, um, it isn't, um, there's, I, I think there's always a good reason why some things are, some things are allowed to happen and some things, um, or a person has, um, saved themselves from a lot of heartache by not making a bad decision. Oh. So, um, but it is good that you're, you're, you're exploring this mm. and you're, um, you're questioning it because a lot of people wouldn't question those things and they would just, um, not, uh, not ask those questions. And I think it's important to do that. But you know how I am. I want the truth. That doesn't mean that, I mean, it could be like that Jack Nicholson thing to where I find it out and I can't handle it, but you can I, handle the truth. I'm trying to search for truth, whether that's religious truth or truth about vaccines or, or truth about politics. I'm interested in what is really true versus what's fake. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good because, um, that shows that you, um, you know, that, that, that shows that you are open to uh, learning about things that you nor, you, you normally would not really um uh think about uh, think about usually i I, yeah i just hope that life isn't like the twilight zone where no matter what you choose there's gonna be some messed up stuff you know what i think you've been watching too much of that Uh i mean the twilight zone is fun to the twilight zone is fun to watch but um, no but you know what i mean babes there's so many stories from our reality of people just getting screwed over for apparently no reason but it doesn't mean I don't love you. Well, that also I means I know. Hand. Well, I, I, I have another reason for that, but I don't, I, that I believe, um, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. Oh, oh, why not? 
Uh, I don't feel like it. Oh, maybe you do. No, I do. Maybe God wants you to. No. Okay, I'll tell you something real quick. Okay. You know Carlos Santana. Who? Carlos uh, Car- Santana. Oh, yeah, Carlos Santana. Yeah. I listen to this a lot, and I notice that I have to repeat myself to you a lot. But that's I- a story for another time. Okay. I'm watching a special on VH1. This is probably, I don't know, years and years and years ago. And they're talking about that big album he did in like 1999. Yeah. And he tells a story about how, so he, he's very much a hippie and he believes in some sort of God. I don't know what it was. He, he didn't call it Jesus. He called it something else like the metronome or something. He, he, he didn't say metronome, but for lack of, it was something weird like that. That was on Behind the Music, right? It, w- it was a VH1 special. I think okay. it, w- it was something else. It wasn't okay. Behind the Music. Okay. And he said, oh, uh, you know, I-, I went on TV and I did an interview with 60 Minutes where I talked about how I was molested as a kid. Oh, I Because when I wanted to make this album, mm-hmm. the metronome, and we're going to call it that because I don't remember what he called it, yeah. said, I'm going to ask for you some, uh, I'm going to ask something for you in return if you have the successful album. Okay. And then one day the, the, the metronome told me that I had to confess that I was molested as a child. And I remember just laughing when I heard this. Yeah. And my mom's laughing too, but my mom heard it as, the record label told him that he had to confess to being molested as a kid. And when I explained it to her that, no, it's actually his form of God, she said, oh, that makes sense to me. Okay. I don't know. And at the time, I remember thinking, my mom's uh, like a nutty lady, and so is Carlos Santana. And that's true. Mm-hmm. But as I get older, I could see where you might have to get something back to the universe for giving you something. That sounds so new age. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I gotta give something back to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> make fun of that. I'm sorry. It's just it's just the funny things that new age thinkers say that that just makes me laugh. I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> the universe is like another word for God. If you yeah, hear but if, new, yeah, but if you really think about it. about it, the universe doesn't give you anything, and the universe can't take anything from you. Right, I don't know. but is God the actual name of God, or is God just the name that we assign it because we have to contextualize things? Oh my goodness! Like, do you think that God's the real name of the creator of everything? Yes, of course. You do. Yes, I do. That's that's his title. I'm not convinced of that. Oh, well, then you, well, you ask questions. Oh, my goodness. You ask questions and, and uh, ask some more. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, yeah, that, that, that's so kind of new age, and I just thought that's kind of, that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I just look at the universe as another term for God or the creator. Um, you know, that's that's my my thing. It, it does sound nutty. It sounds nutty when I hear new age people say it, but it also sounds nutty when I hear Christians talk about, use the term Jesus, so. Both are nutty to me. Whoa. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Well, babes. Yeah. I think uh, we should wrap this up unless you want to say something else. Uh, No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Give me a kiss. Okay. You never kissed you. This I is did. Your, this is I, your first No, it isn't. I don't really like to say that, but I know it's not the first time I kissed you. Yeah, it is. So no, it isn't. Let's do it like. Bubs! What's up? Stop making noises! I never would. Bubs, Bubs, are you gonna do this normally? Yeah. Please? Normal. Yes, okay. Okay.
I really wanted to make noises. No, but I don't didn't. do that. That's yes. very distracting. The, the universe wouldn't allow me to, so. No, I wouldn't allow you to. <laughs> That's the universe. <laughs> I just thought of that one song, Star Trekking Across the Universe. Oh, my goodness. That's a fun. Did I play that for you? You have. I have? Yes. Yeah, it's a fun song. Oh, good. <laughs> Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.